Hi, welcome to our podcast. We were given an assignment to point out and discuss a major issue in the world, and we decided the one-child policy was perfect for us. The reason why we chose this is because I personally experienced this, and I have, have, I have been affected by it. Let's start off with the background history on how this began. From 1893 to 1976, Chairman Mao Zedong promoted families to have a lot of children because it would make China stronger. The population then started to get massive and proceeded to create many issues such as low resources. After Mao passed, the new chairman, Deng Xiaoping, is that how you say it? Yeah. <laughs> then enforced the one-child policy. The one-child policy is a law created to control the growing population. Each family unit was only permitted one child each. The one-child policy has affected many families and children. When a family had more than one child, there were many alternatives they would have to turn to or consequences they would have to face. For example, parents would go to the extent of keeping their child out of the system. Undocumented children would not be able to go to school or grow up to get a job. They would be hidden from the world. Abortion was another option that was promoted heavily as well as sterilization. Women would be far into their pregnancy, but that didn't stop the government from forcing them to abort. One of the major decisions parents turn to is abandonment, which would be leaving children, young girls, on the side of the road. The boys were more of a preferred choice to keep because they would have more of a future to get an education, bring more income in, welcome, oh, wealth to the family, and they would have more work options. On the other hand, that there's me. I was one of those girls and left in a basket with a letter and a blanket. I was brought to an orphanage and the conditions were terrible and unsanitary. In fact, they were very poor. In 2009, I went back to China to my orphanage and saw that my crib was a bamboo mat and the toilet was a bowl. It was it had a wooden floor and there were the splinters. You could get splinters really easily, um, but they did their best to pad it. The diapers also had a physical effect on how the way my hips are placed and worked right now, um, making me unable to do certain things. How did the diapers physically affect you? Well. I'm not really, it's like they, the way that they were positioned and wrapped around tightly, I guess, probably around my hips, and um, like, I can't really do things, like I can't cross my legs, I can't really bring them up to my chest, it's like, I can do um, more things on one leg than the other, I can like, can't walk completely straight up the stairs, like, in a straight path sometimes, um, yeah. <laughs> um. Were there any friends you made at the orphanage prior to your adoption? Yeah, so we call them China sisters because um, I feel like they are and we still live with each other for a good two years. And so um, there's like, you know, my crib roommate and then everyone else that was adopted by at the same time so that all the parents got to know each other and then felt like it was like would be really good to stay in contact with each other and we still are and we have uh, two year reunions. Um, they all actually spread around the United States and and whatnot, so yeah. Do you remember um, your parents adopting you? No, I really don't. It's just no. kind of like, I think it's like most of the memories of like that, you know, a young child, it's like, they're kind of blank, blank, like I would think I'm sleeping, but my parents would tell me otherwise. I was pretty quiet though. <laughs> so your, do your parents ever tell you stories of when they adopted you? And oh yeah, they have videos and everything. I'm just all in shock and just blank face. Oh, that's, that's cute. <laughs> yeah.
Why did your parents keep your Asian name? Because they felt like they were taking a lot from me already, and so they didn't really want to take my name because of like, oh, like this is who you are, this is what they gave to you. We wouldn't allow to change it. Like, I guess the mo most likely, most of my China sisters have their name. It's like Rebecca or like Claire or something like that. Like you know, American. Um, but they just decided to keep mine. Um, because for that reason. So does it hold meaning to you? Like, um, like it. Did your parents name you that, or did your birth parents name you Jinyu? It was my birth parents. My birth parents. And I don't know. I feel like a name's just a name. Um, I felt like it would have been easier if they like kind of changed it though. It's kind of annoying sometimes to repeat it to people in the pronunciation, but I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, what were your thoughts when you came to America? Well. It's not like I had thoughts. It was just like I was just brought here. It's just like I didn't really have, you know, enough to really think about. It was just a lot of whole environmental change for me. Mm -hmm. It's not like I had like a lot of culture shock at all because again, I was an infant. So, um, only my first time when I came home, my my parents had a dog, and um, well, we had a dog. And it was a big chocolate lab, and obviously the dog was bigger than I am, and she came to lick me, and I just screamed my head off. And I was just like, what is this big thing in my face? It was quite terrifying. Um, but, I don't know. It was more like uh, the adjustment to it. Like, especially during, like, I guess, preschool. Um, it's like where I really started trying hard to kind of be like the American way like type of girl so I would I would like be a copycat wait 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 yeah. I'm gonna stop you right there okay. it's, it's, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask okay. that question oh how how was it for you to adjust in America um I mean like I felt like it was difficult because I felt like I always had to be someone else and like and like just match up like with um you know, the American girls with the pretty dresses and like the blonde hair, blue eyes, kind of typical so thing. It, it was, was just hard like, for you to identify. Yeah, or cause, like. Yeah, because I just like didn't feel like, like, all they saw was like, oh, like, she's Chinese. So she probably knows Chinese. And she like, she probably just wears all these ancient dresses and stuff. And she's just like, like, they probably automatically had a, had a stereotype for me. And I just like did everything I could to try to break that and their thoughts about it. But I realized, like, obviously, over time, it was a little waste of time doing that. Yes, Jackie. Was it was it hard for you to find your place? Oh yeah, definitely. It took me it took me so many years, and like, even in like middle school, middle school and elementary school, and stuff like that. Like, it, it's still like, I still was such a copycat. I just tried so hard to like be a, like a person like for everyone to like at that point. Because I knew I was different. It was just hard to be. Um, have you been in contact with their birth parents? No, I never have. Like, yeah, I've always wondered about them. It's like, they just kind of dropped me off. And that's it. Um, when my family came back to China, though, they were trying to still look for more police reports and documents and, like, DNA, like, 
matches of some sort and there's really nothing. So you've never seen them like no. ever? No. Oh, wow. No, not at all. Um, have your parents, oh wow, that already <laughs> answered our question, but um, so your parents didn't get any leads on who your birth parents could be? No, it's like, I guess they did a really good job staying hidden during that time, so, yeah. Because like, yeah, it'd be scary also for them, like, to find that match, I guess, during that time period. I mean, it just now, like... Like in 2016, you know, they have the two-child policy, but all the way up to then, like, I'm still sick. Like, I would, I would be, you know, 16 years old, and they would still like feel the need. They would have to hide and everything from that still. So, you know. Um, is is English your first language? Um, like my first fluent language it's just like the part where i was like i spoke like baby chinese in a way like my oh my first english word was more though because i was eating food and uh, i just i just said more. you were like more more <laughs> yeah i said just more and I, but um no i was just, i understood like what was kind of being said around me like you know in the orphanage around like you know other Asian Chinese people around me, but I couldn't obviously I was too young to speak it fluently. But understand getting um, the time to adjust to English was difficult. Like I remember watching TV shows like on the Disney Channel and how like you know how they put the like laughing. Can we pause it? Okay. So, so try 